It's sports arena and it is extreme rewind. Your weekly look into all of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 with every pay-per-view special and ECW TNN in between. Oh, you myself, Paul, I'm joined as always by Jay. How are we doing, Jay? Um, I, I'm doing good. I'm doing brilliant. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing incredible. If only there was another word that I could use to describe. Awesome. Awesome. Rookie awesome. Rookie Ryan. Um, yeah. It's still in 1999. October. In fact. Um, ECW Hardcore TV with episode 336. We are getting there. We said we'd get there and we are getting there. We're nearly there. Um, 75 left to go? Yeah, so ECW Hardcore TV. Uh, that's from the 3rd of October. And ECW TNN, episode 6 from the 1st of October. I don't really mind which way round we do this. Because I always feel like TNN comes after. I feel like in my head, Hardcore TV is on the Tuesday and this is on the Friday. But it's almost yeah. like the other way around. It's kind yeah, of it's, weird. I think it's Friday and Saturday. And it, it, it's kind of weird in the sense of sort of the booking because it's almost like you build someone up after they've just mm. lost again. <laughs> just, but it almost sort of, if it's the other way around, it'd make a bit more sense. No sense, but still more sense. Um, but... I, I, I don't know why you keep going on this. Why? No, I don't know. Shall we start with um, Hardcore TV? Let's start with Hardcore TV. Just because I feel there's a, there's a good level of stuff on both. Obviously, last week we we listed out some matches they could be doing, some of the fresh things going on. And I think, I think they've they listened. Li- <laughs> 20 years. I, I think the power that we have. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like that, that Keanu Reeves film with, you know, the, 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 the boathouse, wherever, where he puts in the letter and it goes back in time. Turns out we're actually booking ECW. So, do you know what? I'm so caught up with this that I honestly sometimes forget this is 20 years ago. <laughs> and I, I honestly do think, like, thank fuck. It's, it's just kind of, um, I don't know, it's a bit like Titanic, really, isn't it? You sort of get grips and you think they're going to be all right, but you know the ending, so it's quite sad before you even get into it. That's what I feel like with this. I see bits and I think we're going to be all right. And I'm thinking... We're not. Um, no. Yeah, three, three, six, third of October, nineteen ninety nine. We kick off with a Mike Awesome highlight reel for those watching on the network. There's been an editing slip, and we got real music, and I was excited. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. Just <laughs> not think. I thought, wow, this is this is a great shitty version they've done. And they started singing. I was like, this is the real song. <laughs> well, here we go. So, um, yeah, no, I, I was impressed. It's basically just loads of highlights of Awesome. He's the world heavyweight champion, kicking off the show, showing matches of him, kicking the shit out of people. He's the man, makes sense. Absolutely. You know, desperately trying to make sure that everyone knows that he's, you know, the, the, the largest world champion they've ever had. Um, yeah. I must admit, which... some of the claims <laughs> defeating. The ECW heavyweight champion, the FTW world champion, 
and the FMW champion. I was like, two out of the three, I kind of recognised, but beating the FTW champion in, in one night, when was that really classed as a thing? I mean, you know, that's, yeah, it's it, it was merged. It was merged. Apparently, you know, that doesn't count. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's threw it out there, so awesome thing. We then got a, a promo from RVD talking about the people from Michigan and how much they love RVD and and Alfonso the whole time through is um, basically going, you know who else is from Michigan? He's like, that's right, RVD. Well, he's doing the Sabu pose and and all that, obviously continuing to tease that. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, We then get Doran and Roadkill in the ring. Nova comes out. Uh, They make reference to Chetty not being there. So Jazz comes out as his surprise partner. Yep. Which is fine. This is her spot at the moment. She's the big kind of surprise all the time. Um, and she lost. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they seem to be doing weird things with Doring and Roadkill. They, they seem to be sort of pushing them. Yeah. Um. You know, very, very weird kind of promo that they cut at the beginning, basically just talking about how um, uh, they've been, uh, you know, having these great matches up and down the road. And, um, you know, as such, they've managed to hurt Chetty. Uh, But kind of put Nova over a little bit. So very weird kind of combination. Yeah, very weird combination. Like I said, just weird. Um, I guess Jazz would sort of come out as a mystery and then lose, I guess. But Dorian and Roadkill are, I, I guess, a, a legit tag team in a, a tag team division that doesn't actually really have anyone, any legit tag teams. No, I mean, you know, the the the, the tag titles as it stands at the moment are lost in a storyline. With with Raven and Dreamer, and lost in a feud? Question mark. Yeah, with and Raven and Dreamer. And to be fair, I sort of like. Obviously, we get to that in another show, but I'm sort of a I'm a bit over the lack of Raven at this point. I, I feel they're they're being a bit too ECW with how elusive they are with him. I mean. It's, it's kind of been, what, like four or five weeks now? Yeah. And you still haven't actually really seen him on TV? No, I mean, it's very, very formulaic. And, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, to the point where it does kind of, again, you know, they have a habit of, of sidelining their belts slightly. Um, so, yeah, you've got, you know, teams that are starting to try and build and all the rest of it but you know are Doring and Roadkill going to be the ones to knock off Raven and Dreamer doesn't feel like it feels like there's a way to go before that yeah but they're, 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 they're being positioned kind of strongly amongst the the lower tier tag teams yeah, no, they are. And it's like, I understand if you want to keep on TV, but I felt like the pay-per-view, they, they could have given you 
like a proper raven. Like you promised Crino picking it. I mean, it's, it's kind of all a bit like yeah, bizarro. Some of the way they've sort of done it. But like I said, we'll we'll get to that because he's more featured in them. Um, TNN. Um, yeah, so that happens during that. Nothing wrong with Nova in that. It just thing. We get a highlight video, a highlight video about Rhino. This video is putting over Rhino something chronic, and we all know he's a he's a monster, you know. And we know big, big things for this kid. And we know where Rhino ends up in um, ECW and how it sort of you know it, it does pick up massive momentum. And it does become sort of that good, but at the moment. I think we've seen him win what one match? Yeah, and it was, it, we've seen him win two matches, and it was the same match twice. Yeah, um, I mean, he he does. It's the weirdest push in the sense that they're saying, and I, I guess it's kind of it's the Jerry. I suppose it's still what they do with Jerry Lynn. It's the Jerry Lynn push of like you know, gosh, and you know, I think a lot of people have slept on him, including us. Oh, and he's lost. Yeah. And it's um, just just like so, so sort of um, crazy. Because basically, obviously, they're doing this. They're telling you, but they don't. Like I said, we've seen him get beaten up by Dreamer and that. And he's obviously lost to Taz. And it's all just people that he just shouldn't really be near at the moment. Yeah. He could be plucking up a nice little thing just destroying locals and there'd be no problem with that i mean even if you kind of you know had him tore through some of the lower card card guys they very much seem to like if they're bringing someone in they very pay their dues to start off with didn't they yeah uh, it's a very sort of new japan young lion you wear black trunks until you get a gimmick kind of thing you sort of just come in and you just filter around until they think of something and they go right now boom you're off yeah but um it 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 just feels i I, but i mean this thing so they seem to have realized that the whoever's editing the videos seems to have realized that he's he's off they've just not told whoever's in the matches yeah yeah no agreed so it's um, yeah that's definitely crazy um, but we do get a Rhino match next coincidentally and um, yeah he's against uh, another one that might pop up in the didn't know they're in ECW list for some people it's the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Obviously, the guy's still going. Part of, uh, not part of SCU because they've split up now. But in AEW, it's been everywhere. WCW, brief stint in WWE trying. Impact, he was there for ages, TNA. Um, ROH, he's been everywhere. Yep. But yeah, also ECW now to the list. And I was thinking this would have been about the same sort of time we were watching him on whatever that random British show was on for a little while that he was in. Oh yeah, what was that? That's the one that had um oh, I can't remember. But yeah, no. He was sort of yeah, there was yeah. there, there was a couple of, of, of like people who stood out and I know he was one of them. Yeah. Um 
I can't remember if it was like Hammerlock or if it was like FWA or something like that. It was just a very random British product with with Christopher Daniels in as well that turned up on TV for a couple of episodes. Yeah, I mean, I think Christopher Daniels always stood out just because his nickname was the Fallen Angel. And he had the, the ankh tattoo. Yeah, so it's always basically like a cool nickname, do you know what I mean? Obviously, so I think that's why we sort of... I mean, you know, that was always kind of the hook, but also, even even to to this day, the moment he steps in the ring, he is just breathtaking. You know, yeah. that... that you know, there is a reason why it's the, the best moonsault ever. Um, he always looked just so, you know, effortlessly smooth with with some of that stuff. Oh, massively. Um, so, yeah, it was cool to see him in East. I don't know how long he's around for, but um, it, it's good to see him if he's still one off. I mean, he did lose to this, despite everything saying about never seeing Rhino win. Rhino did win this. Um Fairly decent match, and like I said, it was good to see Christopher Daniels. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. It's good little rounds. Did they're given a little bit of time, and I thought they had a nice match. To be fair, I I I liked the match. Uh, I liked the ending of the match. I didn't like the post match. Oh. The, the post match again is like we said before, just super. Unnecessary live spike Dudley, but I, why? Why does he come out and attack Rhino and all that at this point? It's like it's, it's not the. So many people feel lost in the shuffle at this point because they feel that like all the the champions are, are too protective that everyone else is stuck in their own little mid nothingness. Can't take the belt off RVD. Can't do anything with Awesome yet. Can't take the tag team belts off Tommy Dreamer. So everyone else is just in this weird limbo of everything. I mean, why New Jack and Spike Dudley aren't a tag team is beyond me. There's no I mean, I'm assuming it's because you don't know where New Jack's around. I'm assuming it's because you can't kind of book him for any consistency. But yeah, I mean... The Spike Dudley thing, he's he's so lost now the Dudleys have gone. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's just dropped off. But you know, he was doing some stuff with, with Balls Mahoney, that's all kind of ground to a halt. Uh, and you know, trying to keep Spike Dudley on the show is one thing. Him, you know, coming out and beating up Big Sal and stuff like that. We've talked about that. We'll talk about it again in a minute. Um But to to lay out Rhino. Yeah. And then, in essence, pin him with one foot. After you just built up this guy being a rookie monster, a video package. Yeah, and you know it's it's always the same spot with with Spike as well. I mean, it's exactly what they used to do with Nine One One. It's exactly what they did with Sid. But for some reason, they seem to think it works for Spike as well, in the sense of you know continually low blow, acid drop, win. And. I don't know. I mean, you know, you've 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 got him as the the giant killer. You've done that. It's diminishing returns now because none of these people mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. And the no. ones that, that could mean someone something, 
why are you doing this? Why why is Rhino you know, finishing, staring at the lights with, with Spike Dudley's chest on his foot? Foot on his chest. That's the thing. If you want to bring in someone like a PN News... They have. I've got, yeah, exactly. But Joe, you know I mean? I've, got, I've got no issue with that. He's sort of a half-name, big guy that, may, you know, can come out, rattle the fans, then get taken out as a quick spot. Absolutely no issue with that whatsoever. You know? Sort of like, makes yeah. sense to a point. But if you're talking about Rookie Monster and doing all this and that, I don't know, I just don't, I don't think he's the guy to be feeding. No. No. Made minimal um, sense, but that happened. Um I mean, as long as you're kind of slow building him and not trying to kind of put him, you know, slap bang into, you know, a, a, a hot shot angle or whatever, he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, um, exactly. I mean, Joey Styles then talked briefly about the history of the ECW world title and how we get a video package. So this is that very video package. Um, so obviously we see all the history from your Shane Douglases, Ravens, Ravens barbed wire matches, Sabus, Terry Funks, everyone that's picked up the title along the way. Um, I, I don't mind it. I think it's quite a good thing, especially for new fans. You can see some of the people that have sort of all been there and all that. So it is, it's a good little bit. Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess the question is why do that on hardcore TV and not on ECW on TNN? Well, yeah. I mean, in theory, and, you know, this is a this is a stretch. This is an absolute stretch, and I accept that. But I know all of that because we've been watching hardcore TV. Yeah. If I'm one of these new fans that's been met through... ECW on TNN, why are you not showing me? And it might be you are next week, but that comes into other issues. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a decent package. I thought that, you know, they, they do a good job kind of, you know, trying to get across the, the lineage of the belts. Um, they seem to have booked themselves in a corner again where they have a champion who can't speak. And even the mouthpiece isn't great. So, you know, you can't have him come out and cut a promo to, to get all of this across. So you're relying on video packages. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, a decent enough package. But I, I think it should have been on ECW on TNN if that's your, you know, this is our new fan base. Let me introduce you to why this is a big deal. Yeah, massively. Um, but it works. I mean, they might get it on eventually, but even the in- introducing ECW stars that they did in the first or second week, they could do that a bit more on, on TNN. Yeah, they could do loads of random yeah. video packages to get yourself hyped for the product. They have enough good footage that they could really get you excited for ECW. Yeah, I mean, they did They did a good job with um, Jerry Lynn and, and Darby D going into that first match yeah or during that first match um but yeah not huge much out of that other than the um you know 
his all of the ECW stars and Uganda. Yeah, he's completely gone now, isn't he? Um, we then get Jerry Lynn versus Super Crazy. Again, no issue with this match. Uh, felt fresh. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good match. I mean, you know, it's 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 with both the Rhino one and with this one, you could make a little, probably less with this one, but you could make the the argument about whether they should be as competitive as they are. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I thought it was a good match. I thought that the the result was right. Um, yeah, overall, I don't have much of an issue with either of them, to be honest. So, you know, I thought I thought they were good. That's the thing. So, and that ended the show. I mean, obviously, we discussed pretty briefly about, them, but I had no issue with this episode. I, I thought it was it was fairly decent. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not really giving us much or building much, but it was fine. Um, you know, it, you know, it, it didn't it, really move anything forward, no. but it, it did give us at least some fresh content, and I was grateful for that. Absolutely, yeah. It wasn't just a, a recap of what we'd just seen on TNN again. It was actually some sort of newish matches, and... Um, yeah, I, I was fine with all that. So, and um, we probably should say these are matches on both cards of uh, both shows that have been taken from the Blood and Cut Blood and Guts Supercard show. Um, so this would be a super show somewhere that they've then kind of taken the matches from. Which work? Um, so now jump into ECW on TNN episode six, first of October. Technically before this, but still. Is what it is. Um, we got ECW heavyweight champion Mike Awesome kicking off the show, defending his title against Rhino. Oh, this will be good because you know Rhino's been built as a monster. Um, I felt Rhino got absolutely battered in this. Yeah, he just got absolutely destroyed. So, um, yeah, I mean, then I would say Awesome won. Awesome looked amazing. But Rhino was the um, sacrifice here. Simple. Uh, yeah, the sacrificial Rhino. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's very weird in the sense of I understand you wanting to give Awesome a really strong showing. Yeah. But again, why? Why? Why, why Rhino? Or just, just, you know, this guy's a beast. This guy's a monster. This guy's, oh, he's lost again. But yeah, just so super, super, super stop. I mean, that's two um, championship matches he's had now. Yeah. One against well, yeah. Taz and one against Awesome. And absolutely battered in both of them. Absolutely. Just keep him away. Just keep him away from these matches. Simple as that. Yeah, doesn't need to happen. They have enough random people that turn up. Him against Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels and, isn't a name and not even close at this point. So it's perfect. And if you want to, you know, if you want to feed him to Awesome or, or Taz or whoever you champion you want, if you've hurt, heated him up a little bit and he's got this kind of little destructive run, it means more when he loses. 
parity booking of like one in one out means that no one really cares. Well, it was pretty much brought in as the Taz, the Taz killer. Yeah. And um, literally walked straight in there and just Taz destroyed him in seconds. You think, okay, perfect. Yep. No sold the power bomb, everything. Yep. But um, yeah. Um, next up, two on one match Spike Dudley versus Little Guido and Big Sal. Um, Spike wins. Yeah, same spot. Yeah, exactly what you said before. Sort of low blow acid drop again. It's, it's fine. I mean, um, it is what it is. It's probably we've seen him beat Big Sal sort of multiple times. It's not really a massive From the surprise. moment Big Sal's walked into the building, is you know, Spike's been catching him with that low blow and that acid drop. Yeah, so that that's fine enough. I mean, Spike, like we said, he does what he does. He, he, again, just everyone's lost in limbo. People need a, a bit more of a, a feud to sort of like get your teeth into some of these. You know, heat up the tag team division if you want. Like I said, you could have taken the belt off RVD and it's it's nothing against RVD's iconic reign because it, like I said, it's a catch twenty two. They almost just could have done with another belt. Yeah, you almost needed like a flippy floppy belt because the other belts are just too important at this point, and they should be important. And that sounds or, stupid, or just, but it's just a little bit lost in in the ether. Yeah, but there's um loads of people that it's it's hard to get into things because so many people that are just disappearing all the time. But um, next up, uh, Dorian and Roadkill versus a debuting C.W. Anderson and Bill Wills. Wilkes, yeah. Wilkes. Um, um, yeah. What do, you, what do you think? I Again, you know, they've got some weird things going on with Dorian and Roadkill. I thought, I don't um, know if it was an edit or what, but I felt like I would... Misogeniality later got absolute monster pop. Mm. You know, it could just be because female in the ECW or what happened. But yeah, definitely um, has outgrown this group. Not surprised that um, she'd be gone soon. But she's a future WWE Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, That's I mean, the, the telltale signs are sort of all there with it all, isn't it? So that. Um, Sort of does happen. It's good to see CW Anderson. It's, you know, yes. this is um, it's exciting to see him. Obviously, just a complete red singlet, very much away from everything that sort of he does become and all this. But it's still really, really cool. Obviously, the new um, Dangerous Alliance. Is it the Dangerous Alliance? I think they're in when they yep. blue. Yeah, yep. sort of that's the verge. And obviously, that's got. Um, when that does happen, that's got more ECW history than I realised. Yeah, know, obviously going yeah. through the journey, it means a lot more, but obviously we get to it when it happens. But, yeah, when, obviously coming into ECW, watching it as we did first time round, I knew that that name, and as much as it was a nod to WCW, I guess you, I didn't realise the sort of ECW Nod, as it were, as well. Yeah, which is which is, which is and great. Their, their lucrative partner partnership with Hot Stuff, Hot Stuff Inc., Hot Stuff Entertainment, Hot, Hot Stuff International, was it? Yeah, Hot Stuff International. 
yeah so um yeah that was that was that was cool um the match itself again not too bad good sort of debut showing uh, Doran and Roadkill won they should win there's nothing wrong with that you know and um yeah I mean again it's the sort of guys that Rhino should be fighting and sort of should be doing sort of similar things yeah I mean they're that we've we've kind of talked about them briefly on a few cards up until up until now because they've been your perennial dark match yeah fodder um exactly the type of people that rhino should be running through um i did love the um you know what a spine buster well he is an anderson um just tickle me yeah no it's um i thought that was good and then we had um Main event of Tajiri going one on one with Tommy Dreamer. Pissed off, Tommy Dreamer. Pissed off, Tommy Dreamer. Um, oh, straight off the bat, obviously we spoke off air about this, and the, the same thing we sort of found laughable is, um, basically being told that Dreamer wasn't ready for this match, and he's in street clothes. And you sort of can tell when he generally wears just black jogging bottoms a black t-shirt but now because he's in grey jogging bottoms and grey t-shirt it's um more sort of viewed as street clothes which was yeah it's he's more incensed because he's wearing his own clothes rather than <laughs> which is just you know it's just funny in itself it's great so yeah no, no issues with that I thought it was quite funny uh, match itself I did enjoy it <laughs> Absolutely, throughout the whole way through, classic dream. And we've spoken about this, you know, about everyone calling him an innovator of violence. And we basically just said he just steals people's moves, whoever he's against. And it's the same for you again. He took yeah. all of like Tajiri's spots from the corner drop kick, um, Tridantula, um, <clears throat> the mist or beer spit. He just stole his thing, and it's it's no different than taking the, the frog splash against RVD, um, the even flow. Spicoli driver. Yeah, it's like he... It's it's very much just like he takes someone's moves off every feud that he has and keeps it. Yeah, which I mean... Is, he, which, if that was his gimmick more... and explains, would be pretty unique. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He's far more the collector of violence rather than the innovator of violence, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like we said, like you look at people like Nova, Canyon. Uh, Canyon was an innovator of violence. He would he would come at the yes. moves he came out with were in, insane. He's so underrated with inventing Sabu. moves. Yeah, Sabu. Yeah, Sabu. Massively Sabu, you know, all that. So, like you said, the, the collector of violence, I think, would have been a much more fitting and, and great still gimmick for him. But basically, instead of taking a lock of hair or something of his opponents, every time he took someone, he would steal a move from them. Yeah. And I you could that... argue that he perfects it. You could argue that he, you know, embellishes <coughs> it and makes it stronger, makes it more potent, whatever. Um, I think it would have been an interesting gimmick. It would still be an interesting gimmick now. I don't think there would be... Um... An issue that I think would be quite sort of fascinating in its own little way. Someone just popping up and stealing sort of moves and that off people would be good. Um, 
Yeah, so this is back and forth. Obviously, Dreamer's street clothes. Dreamer's got two herniated discs. Dreamer's got everything against him in the world. They're still fighting. Um, Crino jumps in the ring, which leads to Francine. They're running and taking out Carino. And sort of... Yeah, so they had a they had a little bit of a a a spot in this one rather than just kind of like you know running hit gone. So there yeah. was kind of like you know up and over and clothesline and and you know run the ropes and all the rest of it, which made absolutely no sense. Um, and then Francine lays him out with a pedigree, which makes absolutely no sense. No, it, it just felt like a move she could do. I mean, it was better, but again, she's just doing all the Bronco Buster pedigree. She's working through the DX. I mean, it's, it was stunners a little while ago. I mean, do you remember the, the, the match where everyone's being was getting a stunner? Yes, and it was because uh, it was a uh, Mikey Whitbreck. So it would it would have been Sunny and Mikey Whitbreck and Lance Storm. Yeah, Jerry Lynn, ref wasn't it? So I think him and so yeah, Sunny were the refs. Um, and, and everyone was you know hitting the the the, the stunners, and they weren't even calling them whippersnappers that you thought they would do. Bearing in mind, you know, Mikey Whipwreck was standing there. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, um, so yeah, a little bit between Francine and Carino. Uh, Raven then pops in the ring, hits Dreamer with the even flow. The jury picks up the win. Yeah, so there's been a bit of a, of a progression here in the sense that, you know, it's explained that usually... Ravens coming in and saving Dreamer, but as this is a singles match and the titles aren't on the line, he'll let Dreamer lose. Um, yeah, just just all a little bit kind of disjointed. Not disjointed. not bad, but no. disjointed. But like I said, progression in the story because you're starting to see this whole. You know, the, he still hates Dream and still likes the idea of Dreamer losing all the time, unless it affects him and the tag team belts, in which case it helped Dreamer win. But um, yeah. even Flow, most over move in ECW at the moment, surely. Not the pedigree. Yeah. Um, Hits it, guaranteed victory. Yeah. It's very yeah. Well, since he's come back, he's treated extremely strong. Yeah, well, let's wait and see when, when Dreamer kicks out of 27 of them. <laughs> um, obviously, highlights, fresh matches. Um, Christopher Daniels, Rhino, stuff like that. Low lights, no real RVD. Outside of no, the promo, yep. No Sabu. Nope, just referenced in the promo. No Impact players. Nope. No real Taz, despite technically still being there. Yep, only in the, the video packages. I mean, Shay Douglas literally knew he was leaving and worked till the end. Um, obviously, we have got to tease Sonny's back next week. Okay. So, forgot to mention that, but that was mentioned um, once or twice. Um, Simon Diamond, not there. No, it was referenced, but yeah, again, not there. 
I mean, I know it's like not massive things, but it's just a lot of people that you sort of think, okay, obviously New Jack not there again, Balls, Axel. There's, there's quite a few people that sort of they're sort of rotating it too much. It's like if you don't give me these people on TNN, give me these people on Hardcore TV or something. Yeah, just... I mean, because the other side of that, you know, awesome on everything. All right, he's the champion. Yeah. Um, Doring and Roadkill two matches, Spike two matches. Really. Well, that's it. So it's it's just like, why not, you know, give us balls and axle and stuff like that on the other one. So, yeah, no, it's interesting enough, but it's good. Um, what's your match of the week? Yes, you got some options this week. I have, uh, and, you know, a lot of, of, of solid matches for a lot of things. Um, but I'm going to, to do my usual and go for the work rate style match. Um, I really enjoyed Jerry Lynn versus Super Crazy. Um, I could make an argument about it being too competitive. Um, but, you know, knowing one of these goes on to be the TV champion and one doesn't, um, you know, it, it's not the worst thing in the world to try and keep people fairly leveled up. I think it would be stronger if if, if Jerry Lynn had some wins against RVD that he could kind of you know, brag about. Um, but uh, I thought it was a really good match. I thought they, they, they gelled quite well. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, uh, Mr. JL versus super crazy. Um, again, I think that's a great choice. It is a fantastic match. It's definitely work people going back and watching that. Um, yeah, get involved in social media. We know a lot of you have, we've been chatting extreme with some of you in messages. Um, you've been tagging us in, um, figures and parts in history and stuff like that we love all that keep it coming any ecw memories you know go via us get us involved we love talking ecw some great bits out there um that's at underscore sports arena on instagram or twitter that's easy to find us both and um yeah keep it up have a great week i think it's just one thing left to say right it is although he was barely on the show just like rvd That was the whole fucking show.